Welcome to the Dream Out Loud podcast, where our mission is to help others succeed. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bowen with Five Star Development, and today we're sitting down with Dave Dearman. Dave has spent his life in leadership to the church, serving as associate pastor, executive pastor of two mega churches, lead pastor of a turnaround church that grew to 1,000 and a church planner. He is the founder and president of two companies, Dave Dearman Ministries and D4 Mosaic Enterprises Group. He also is a certified coach with Dream Releaser Coaching and has incorporated his coaching in every endeavor he is involved with. He is married with seven kids and 12 grands. Dave, it is an honor and a privilege to have you with us on the Dream Out Loud podcast. I am blessed to be here, Dr. C. I'm uh, glad to be with you today and uh, excited about this time together. Yes, sir. I know that you're a very busy man. I know that you've done some amazing, amazing things that we're also really delighted that you are a part of our Dream Releaser family. Uh, you went through our program and are now doing an amazing job in your coaching firm and all. So I gave a little bit of a background about who Dave Dearman is, but I always like to get to the heart. So that's all the things that we do. But who is Dave in, inside? What is that special component about you that our guest needs to know to make a personal connection with you today? Well, I, you know, uh, you read in the intro about uh, seven kids and yeah. we got 12 grandkids and my wife. It's just an incredible journey there personally, and then in our, our personal uh, uh, processes in the church and also with our, our business endeavors. And, but what, what burns in me is to, to walk alongside people uh, watching a team that I'm working with right now as they uh, discover their, their abilities, their passions, their dreams, uh, watching as they move to new levels of leadership that they didn't even know they had inside of them, and then watch them flourish in it. Yeah, that's what I love to do. I love to come along somebody, along uh, particularly younger people, since I'm a 60 year old guy, and just kind of walk with them and watch them discover, and then uh, get in the track of their purpose, their destiny, and and then get excited about it. So, yeah. So, how important is it for you as a coach? to really pull the passion out of your client? Because I heard you say that word, and I love that word, of pulling the passion out of your client, those that are in business, and you're pulling that passion out. How important is it for them to really, really have that passion renewed? Well, I, I think that I think passion and having a dream that you're passionate about, if you can help somebody discover that, it's the fuel that drives, it, it drives whatever price has to be paid to get there. And... Uh, in visiting with with clients and with people that are involved in the church and, and in business that we're involved in, if you can find that, yeah, you can help them move incredible places. Yeah, yeah. I know in coaching we have things that we call the aha moments. Is that moment that we know we ask the right question, and because of that a light bulb just uh, lit up in their mind. Can you think of any times of you coach somebody and all of a sudden you knew? that that was an aha moment for your client or your group as you coach them, that they just really now got a clear picture. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I've, I just right in, in the right now moment, I've got a couple of young ladies that are on the team here. And whenever I, I begin to meet with them after I first came here, I've been here 18 months and I just tried to discover and begin to ask questions 
and found out one of them was really, really passionate about systems and structures mm. as it pertains to the, the the data processing process of a church environment. And then I talked to another one. I found out she was really passionate about scheduling and and helping people that we discover are leaders and volunteers. And they didn't even know what was in them, but watch them get excited about it. They were admins here. And uh, this year we've moved them to a new place of director. One's director over our people systems and one is director over our assimilation. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, Dr. C, to watch those girls just they're, every day they come to work. Now they're just energy and just, and it came through asking questions, not trying to tell them what to do. And once they discovered it, to watch them now, I, I tell you what they're doing in the in their process. And I think that they probably discovered that's what they're going to do with their lives. They want to help build systems or, or schedule. I mean, it's just amazing to it's, it's fun to watch somebody go from a secretary to not even knowing they could be a director. But you ask questions and they begin to believe and see. And, re and see it, and now to just get after it, and they love it. And and to be honest with you, Dr. C, it's two things that I really don't want to do. <laughs> they love it, man. But you have to ask questions to find that. You know, yeah. coaching has helped me to do that. So yeah. It makes life so much easier when you're walking in your passion and you know what your destiny is. And I love that story because I live for the aha moments in coaching when I'm coaching a coach. Oh, yeah. And they just bright up, you know, they light up simply because you asked that right question. So what got you interested, Dave, in in actually coaching? Say it once again, Dr. C, I'm sorry. What what got you interested in coaching? Well, I, w I was in a I was in a crack personally. I was I'd founded the church. I had pastored uh, the church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And I just was in a moment personally in my um I don't know, I was around 50, 52. I, I was just in this moment where, is this all there is? You know, I mean, I've done, I've done it all now. I've, I've been a lead pastor of a growing church. I've, I've been an associate pastor. I've, I've been the executive, you know, all that stuff. And I was just sitting there and I was just like, golly. So Maury Davis, we were talking on the phone one day and, and he said, you need to go to Dream Releaser. You, you need to go through coaching. I said, I don't know, man. The money, you know, uh, I just don't know if I want to do that or not. I will tell you, um, at the encouragement of my pastor, and because I knew Dr. Chan from having worked at Cornerstone, and I, I knew the validity of that, at that moment, I didn't know you, and I didn't know Rob, and I didn't know anybody in that organization except for Dr. Chan. Um, I decided... Well, I've done that. I might as well do this. I'm going to tell you, track two yeah. got me now. It, it helped me to discover that really, I've through all my ministry, what I've done is love to lead, and I've loved to help people discover where their where their destinies were in every place I've been, and how to raise them to a level to where they were excited about what they're doing, release it, and then go. And so that's how I came through Pastor Moy through a moment in my personal life where I, I just I just needed help and I need somebody to walk with me, and then because I knew Dr. Chan from working at Cornerstone and it's the best thing I've ever done personally in my life. 
Wow, that's amazing. You mentioned yeah. track two of how it really transitioned your life. And for those of you that are listening today and maybe you're not familiar with Dream Releaser Coaching, what is track two? Well, we go through five tracks here at Dream Releaser that really equips you to become a powerful coach, a master coach. And the first track is just simple, basic principles. Track two that Dave is talking about is the whole life. That's when, man, you get down to the nitty gritty. You really discover some things about yourself. Yeah. And why you're really stuck. And then three, of course, is uh, coaching with Dr. Sam Chan. Uh, track four is where we help you develop your company. And then track five, we prepare you for the ICF, the International Coaching Federation exam. So those are the, some of the things that are important if you're interested in coaching and some of the things that Pastor Dave also went through to become a coach. So how is coaching different from other tools? Our theme today is adding coaching as a tool. How is coaching a different tool than maybe counseling or mentoring or consulting? How is it different? Well, I, it gave life to to me. You know, I I didn't, I never really thought about coaching. I'd played ball all my life. Mm -hmm. I knew that as a pastor, and that's what I've done for my career, there was counseling where you find somebody's hurt and you try to help them get healed, you know, whether you can do it or something. But it just frustrated life out of me especially whenever you try to help people and they won't do it. Right. And then consulting, you go into a situation where you're trying to find a problem and solve it for uh, whoever you're hired by. Mentoring, find somebody to follow you and say, hey, follow me as I follow the Lord, do what I do, and, and then help somebody else do it in that mentoring process. But coaching, coaching uh, is the process of helping someone who may be stuck or just like I was, wondering is this all there is to it right and through somebody coaching you and walking and asking you questions you begin to discover every answer you need is inside of you yeah. you just need somebody to coach you and help you get it out yeah get you in the right position get you in proper alignment and it it all through that process so i've always been a coach ever since i played ball i just never saw how it actually worked in life in life development and leadership development, I, I tell you, it's, it's a whole different deal. And it's given life to me because I'm not a counselor. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the other thing, consulting and mentoring I've done, but it, it gave me hope that I could help people uh, beyond just the counseling. So my wife's a counselor. She fired me from counseling. She said, you can never counsel anybody. <laughs> and you was Empathy, you just, was it's difficult. <laughs> My <laughs> in counseling, but I tell you what, when I found coaching, coaching has been the most freeing gift in my life. Oh yeah, because you get to dream with people, you get to push people into their excellence. And as you said earlier, coaching uh, is is that thing of where somebody is healthy but stuck. Counseling is for those that are unhealthy. They're trying to get through a divorce. They're trying to get through a struggle. Yeah. And so it's very heavy, but coaching is just vibrant and gives you life. And so that's exciting. I, I, I love coaching so much. And, and I think that our I do too. of how it's transforming lives and, and you're transforming lives through coaching. So how has coaching actually um, other people, how has that affected you personally? Well, um, Dr. C, before I started uh, coaching, I, I stunk as a listener. Mm -hmm. I, I just nodded my head, you know. My first, uh, my first track with uh, Robin Legro taught me a very important lesson about listening and being an active listener mm -hmm. and really hearing what people are saying, not checking out. And uh, 
so personally in that way, it's changed the way I, I listen and how I live my life in that way, trying to dive in to someone and how it's operated in my, in my personal life is just giving me a whole new dynamic of how I lead and how I serve and how I work with people. Uh, it's been revolutionary. The, the, but the, the thing that stood out the most uh, for me personally was listening. Yeah. Cause a lot of times we hear, but we're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I learned a hard lesson in my first track about listening yeah. and I'm glad I learned it. Are we really listening or are we waiting on our turn to talk? <laughs> so, exactly. so very true. So as, as you know, in, in both of our fields today that we're lifetime learners, we'll always be educating and educating others. So uh, what lessons have you learned while coaching somebody else? Um, I, I've, I've learned just that. Be quiet. Mm -hmm. I'm a talker. Uh, I've learned that that sometimes the people you don't think have hope mm -hmm. that in coaching there's hope for everybody. Right. It's, it's been amazing. You know, we, we so pre-qualify about people by appearance and, and we judge from appearance. Uh, I've learned to not be so, uh, not to jump, jump to conclusions yeah. about somebody too early. We, and it's really been helpful in with my kids and with my family and with the church in my personal life. I've learned that there there's hope and there's life and there's destiny in every person if you can just get them to where you can a ask questions and kind of draw it out of them and to watch life come and to be patient enough to do it. Yeah, I'm not a patient guy, man. Yeah. But um, but I've learned how to listen. I've learned how to hope for yeah. people. I've learned how to, to be patient with them and, and then just keep asking the questions, keep, keep working with them. And it's amazing, man, to watch them change. It's just, yeah. um, I, I think it's, you know, Romans fifteen thirteen talks about abounding in hope. I think that's one of the things coaching has done is it's created a reservoir of hope that if you can just sit with somebody and ask questions yeah. and talk with them and listen, that um, instead of being a preacher, just already assuming everything and <laughs> you know how we do, <laughs> you got to be really careful. Back in our day, that's how we were trained, wasn't it? I mean, that's just what we did. We yeah. solved problems. Uh, we just gave answers. And now this is just so dynamic and so free. And so yeah. every podcast I have to tell people so because I know we always have new listeners every every single week. So I like to tell them our basic principles is powerful questions like you've just mentioned. Listening is is difficult. We, we teach how the art of listening, not just hearing with our ears, but but uh, listening, but hearing with our listening with our heart. Uh, and then, of course, the accountability piece, which is what is transforming about coaching remaining neutral. That's a hard one too, because we all have yeah, it is. everything, but in coaching, we can't have an opinion. And then that last one is remaining silent to let everybody get everything out of them. So those are some dynamic factors about coaching. So what impact have you noticed since using coaching tools with your team? We're talking about today, adding coaching tools and every track, you know, we, we give everybody when they start an empty toolbox 
And then they start putting in the DOL, the Dream Out Loud, which is the creative part of this podcast. We give them the plans. We give them the smart goals, the goal model. And so we start building that toolbox. By the end of week 50, they have all these tools in their box, and they can can pretty much function through anything. So as we're talking about adding another tool, what impact have you noticed while using these tools to build your team? Well, in... um used to i would i would assess from a distance mm-hmm. and then point and direct since i've went through dream releaser and and became a coach now i i try to uh ask questions uh just like i alluded to in in, in two positions i've been in since since that, and then also with business, is I try to ask questions. I try to find out what's inside somebody and then move them to that place. If I can find what they're passionate about, I don't have to, I don't have to prod them. I don't have to kick them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to threaten them. Uh, a lot of times when you're, just, when you're just hiring to plug holes, you just find somebody to do it. But if you ask questions and find the right and take the time that is required to ask questions, to listen, to to be quiet and hear what they say, you can actually find people that really want to be involved and do what needs to be done. Um, I've I've tried to utilize that over the last ten years. Uh, that that tool of of finding that out same way in, in secular business. I, we've got an Airbnb, we've got a house that we purchased and we've got an Airbnb and we, we, you know, in trying to find people that do maintenance there or trying to find somebody that does housekeeping there, you ask questions. You don't just sit right. out an ad and just try to find somebody to clean your house. You got to find somebody that that's what they love to do. We just yeah. got this girl. We just brought her on our team and she absolutely dreams about making our errand be, be the best it can be. Wow. Prior to that, we had someone that cleaned and it was they were fine. They did okay, but they griped about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This lady brings ideas. She brings solutions. Wow. And it all because we asked questions and we were just just patient enough to find out, do you love doing this? I mean... Is it your goal? Do you live your life, you know, and ask? Yeah. And so it, it it's changed all of that. Same way with my kids. I ask questions of my kids now more than I just tell them what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just barking at them. Yeah. Try to find out what's inside of them. It's amazing what happens, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I've been coaching now for about 15 years, been with DRC for 12 of those years. And I would say in the last six years of my life, I really, really, since I retired as pastor, which I absolutely loved, uh, but I really, uh, the last six years, I feel like I have never worked a day in my life. And I'm busier now <laughs> than I've ever been in my life. I'm, I'm truly busier than ever. But when you're living your passion, it doesn't feel like you ever have a day at work because you really enjoy what you're doing. And I think that's what a big part of coaching does is it really helps you to really put and exemplify what's important in your life. How important is that, that we're really living our life on purpose? So there's a lot of coaching firms out there today, lots of coaching firms. Why did you pick DRC? Well, uh, relationship Mm. was, was number, was probably the biggest reason I, um, 
because of my relationship with, with Pastor Moy Davis. But then, uh, because I worked with Pastor Moy, I met uh, Dr. Chan, and um, I didn't just jump into it because Pastor Moy said to. I, I, I was familiar with Dr. Chan. I was familiar with his history. I read his history. I had read his life. I've read a lot of his stuff. I went to DRC and I started researching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the biggest draw to me was was remembering the encounters I had with Dr. Chan. Mm-hmm. That he never one time gave me directive or instruction. I remember the the times I met with him. All he did was ask me questions. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah, he the one well, of the first questions he asked if there's any other job on this staff that you could do, what would it be? Mm-hmm. And I looked right at him and I said, "There's not another one." And if the, if if it was available, I couldn't have it. And I realized at that point, he asked me a question that that came to clear perspective in me that I was a leader that I that I wanted to be responsible. Mm-hmm. For organizations that I that if I couldn't be the executive pastor or the lead pastor, I wasn't just going to go function in this because my passion was to develop people. Right. And it, I, I tell you, then whenever I had the opportunity to come and dream releaser, I remember that meant that moment with Dr. Chan, and I see <laughs> that's all he was doing. He <laughs> drug something out of me without yeah. one question. It changed my. It changed my whole perspective. And I thought, golly, if I can learn how to ask one question in somebody's life yeah. that could help them realize I can't settle for just doing something, I've got this where my focus is, where my passion is. Yeah. And so between relationship with that and then that encounter in uh, Maury Davis's office with Dr. Chan and in a, in a, I, I found I know now what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Chan does a lot of que- ask a lot of questions if you're around him, so uh, it made me want to it, it made me want to be involved with that organization. Yeah, you gave a key component when you said the word relationship. It's always fun to go to the in-house summits, which we have one coming up here in a couple months, and people never really expect that Dr. Sam and Dr. Brenda will be there. It's their company; they're the mind behind it, but they show up at everything. Even our online summits, they're always an active part of that. They really do, and their goal is to help others succeed. And I love this stage of life as they're reaching out and now thousands going through our program and several different parts of the world even, not just when we started this 12 years ago, we was hoping to hit the city of Atlanta. Now it's going global, and that's so so fascinating. Um, So if somebody asked me the benefits of becoming a coach, how would you answer them? Why, Why should I become a coach? Well, well, first of all, I I don't know if someone wants to actually have their livelihood as a coach, Mm -hmm. but I would say to them, you need to go and become a coach for your own self. Yeah. It it should be, it should be a personal endeavor, no matter what, what you plan to do in your future, no matter what, what your, your dream is. Dream release or coaching will help you discover that. Yeah. And it'll help you discover I'm supposed to be a counselor and do that for the rest of my life. I'm I'm supposed to be a consultant and, and do that for I'm supposed to be an accountant. Um the the process for me personally was 
so life-changing. Yeah. Uh, and the accountability and learning how, I tell you, learning how to talk with other people that are different than you <laughs> and then being accountable uh, to a coaching process and to a coach. Right. Listen, it, it, it'll raise your maturity level, if nothing else. You know, it'll it'll move you from stuck. And I listen, I'm a huge, huge uh, advocate uh, for people to do it. No matter if you want to have a life vocation of it, it'll change your vocation. Sure it'll will. just change who you are. Yeah. So some of you listening today are wondering, what is this thing called coaching? Maybe you came across the podcast and you're just kind of interested in what's going on. We're sitting down with Dave Dearman. It's gone through the program. And let me tell you a little bit about the program. Again, it's five tracks, 10 weeks each that you sit down every week with a master coach by Zoom and some peers. And you learn the art of coaching. I love what you just said, Dave, is that even if you're not going to become a coach, you need to go through the program just to really find out yeah. how there's a lot of hidden dreams. As we we know the famous quote that the wealthiest place in the world is the cemetery because there's books that have died there. There's dreams and ambitions that people never got out of them. And uh, I, I, I was at a conference the other day and I always say I'm going to die empty. And the pastor got me. He said, not only am I going to die empty, I'm going to die so empty. I'm only going to have two pallbearers. And I thought, that's, that's awesome. my new quote. Now. That's my new quote. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to be so light. I want to give everything out. And coaching helps you do that. Well, uh, Dr. Brenda wrote an acronym about six years ago, put it in our manual, D-O-L. And that's what this podcast is about, is dreaming out loud. Whatever occupation you're in, whatever stage of life that you're in, sometimes people forget to dream. And so one of the things that she always likes me to do in closing our episode is to have our guest to D-O-L, to dream out loud. What is yep. Dave Dearman's next big dream? Well, I, I tell you, Dr. C, um, I, I wrote or I started writing a uh, a administrative process for churches and, and for, for lifestyle. Mm -hmm. uh, the first, and I've, I've just started, I've, I had it buried. I've had it buried for, uh, well, since 2006, it's been buried. Wow. It's been in a box. And I've, I've I brought it back out. Wow! And um, and I'm in process right now. In fact, I've I'm fixing to enter into a contractual process for that thing to come alive. My dream, man, is I want to use my life that I've had in ministry. I've been raised in ministry. I've I've worked in churches that have grown and and and. God's given me some pictures about how the processes and the systems work together to help with the anointing. Yeah. The, the guys that are gifted in preaching but may not know how to set up system and structure. I brought this out. I've, I, I've submitted it to somebody. They looked it over and they said, we think this thing has really legs. In fact, we want to do video. We want it to be online. We want to walk with you. We, I, I, I didn't know. I just... Had I submit it and let them read it, so I'm in that process. In fact, I'm fixing to to sign that and put the first part of of the financial obligation there, and I can't wait. I'm hoping that I can use my life to help make pastoring and leadership of small businesses easier because I can give that information out. And I'm right in the middle of it, man. I'm so excited! I can't wait and. Uh, 
That but it's awesome. a dream that came alive because of, of Dream Releaser. So 17 years, been laying dormant, and now dreaming out loud, that thing has been resurrected. I love it. And my friends, hey. that's what this podcast is about, and that's what Dream Releaser does. We resurrect those dreams inside of you. Again, whether you want to become a coach or you're just trying to get to that next level, Dream Releaser could very well be for you. So Dave, maybe you've inspired somebody today, encouraged somebody today, and they want to reach out and contact you. How would they do that? Well, you can go. Uh, I, I just opened up a website, just started a website. You can go to DaveDearman.com, DaveDearman.com, and you can reach me there. It has my contact information. Uh, you can message me or you can go to Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Dave Dearman, and uh, you can find it there. Dave Dearman Consulting is also on there. And uh, those two places, you can go to the website is the easiest place, Dave Dearman. It's D-E-E-R, D-E-E, like a four-legged deer man, <laughs> dot com. There you go. That's easy. D-A-V-E-D-E-E-R-M-A-N. Dave Deerman. That's it. Com. There you have it. Well, Dave, thank yes, you sir. so much for all that you do. We love you at Dream Releaser, and thank you for being a part of our team. And we just really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to encourage our listeners today. Dr. C, it's my privilege, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys and love you, and God bless We hope this podcast with Dave Dearman has helped you to D-O-L. We thank you for joining us today. And to learn more about Dream Releaser Coaching or to find out about our other products and resources that you heard about today, simply visit us at www.dreamreleaser.com. And you can hear us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'll see you next time for more inspirational topics right here on the D-O-L Dream Out Loud podcast.